Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Alan. Hey, Kirk. Hey. Hey, hey Patrick's, Patrick's back. back. Wow. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing How are well? you? Just living the dream. Living, oh. <laughs> you know, sometimes people come up to me at work and they're like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, don't say living the dream. Don't say living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. And I'm like, dang it. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. You guys really—it was pretty that. good. I, yeah. yeah, I could tell. I uh, I said that to my roommate this week. She's like, "How are you doing?" And uh, not having a great week. And I told her, "Living the dream." <laughs> and she goes, "That's what white people say when they want to kill themselves." <laughs> oh God! And I said, "Yeah, I'm doing better than that. I'm doing better than that. Not quite there. <laughs> Maybe just above." Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, hey. Right. The sun's shining, though. If this is so. your first time with us, you're really confused, but uh, this is You've Never Heard This. It's your musical book club where you don't have to yeah. listen to the music. And uh, I'm Alan Barber. I'm Kirk Klinger. And we've got, oh, he was about to introduce himself. Yeah. We've got Patrick Daler back with us again uh, to talk some music. <laughs> And drink some beer. Whoa, what was that? Oh, that Applause. was a roaring, <laughs> roaring crowd. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. Patrick, I love you. Wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. We haven't even gotten too into these beers oh, yet. Oh, shoot, yeah. Uh, but it seems like we have. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the ABV on this one? I bet it's low. I have got a... Uh, provided to me by Patrick, a oh yeah, three point six percent. So, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what are we drinking today? I've got the. Well, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, Worthy yeah, yeah. Brewing. That's right. So, that being said, I'm having the Love Potion Number Nine by Block Fifteen Brewing Company. <laughs> uh, Kirk, what do you have? I've got a Hex Grisette by Urban Family. Uh huh. Yeah, I've got uh, Pale Ale from Culmination Brewing. Yeah. yeah. You may have noticed that none of those beers were from Worthy Brewing. Um, Patrick has a little story that would explain that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my good friend Josh McKinley listened to the episode last week, and uh, he works in the beer industry, and he said, I love the episode. I want to hook you boys up with some beer from Worthy Beer. So he really hooked us up. And I left it in my car, and my window got smashed, and all the beer was drank by somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Who Lame. wanted it more than us, I uh-huh. guess. Oh, Which really sucks. Yeah. But we did want to give Josh, Josh, yeah? Yep. Josh, a shout out for his generosity. That was really awesome yes, of you. And very awesome. And more importantly, thanks for listening and enjoying 
the episode. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's all pour one out for Josh. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks, man. I'm really sorry. That's yeah. such a bummer. That's awful. I've, I've got a new window. It's made out of a trash bag, and hey. it sounds really loud when I drive. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> but at least you don't have that over the sound of an engine, because you do drive a hybrid vehicle. It's very so quiet. It's, <laughs> all you hear is the trash bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and if he's listening to the Weaker Than's Left and Leaving. Yeah. But why would I mention that album? Oh, because we're not here to talk about beer that, oh, we, that's that right. we almost got to enjoy or the beer we're currently enjoying. That's we right. are here to talk about music. That's why and, I mentioned that album. Uh, so, the w- listen, the way this was supposed to work last week was that <laughs> we were going to record... <laughs> We were going to record two episodes at once, and as we probably mentioned, we had some technical difficulties. We ran out of time, and we're only able to record one episode. Um, we were going to do Weaker Than's last week, OC's this week, but OC's was what Patrick picked, so that's the one we devoted our time to yeah. last week. Uh, since it was technically a listener pick, we were going to do a mutual, uh, which was this one, Weaker Than's. Um, so we got a little switched around, but we made it work. Patrick uh, was nice enough to come back out from Portland, um, not really to record the podcast. He just wanted to hang out with his parents' new puppy. But oh. <sighs> I just wanted to hang out with you guys. Oh, Aww. and a puppy. So it's like a bonus. You could have brought the puppy to the recording. I. It's probably a bad <laughs> idea. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which we would have learned. Oh, but yeah. Sure. Anyway, yeah, we are talking about Left and Leaving yes, by we The Weaker Vans. Hey, week? Alan. What, yeah? I've never heard this. You've oh, never, there you go. You've never heard this? Not until you asked me to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. You've you've only been listening to this for about, I don't know, almost a month now. <laughs> so Had you had you never heard any weaker thans and never Yeah, more or less. I you know, last week we were talking about how I gave Alan a bunch of music on a hard drive, and I think that is why I had this album mm. on my iPod Classic, but I never listened to it. Okay. And somebody else gave you, or did you take it from mine? It might have been you. It huh. might have been okay. somebody else. We were thinking it might have been Rebecca. Yeah. Possibly. Hmm. I think it, it might have been. Uh, you know, back in those days, you'd get like huge swaths of music. Because like, everyone was pirating music. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Was. Just if you hundreds you, of albums yes. at a time. And if so you it's really you hard to know, like, who gave it to It's me. true. If you said you weren't pirating music, you're a liar. It's true. Because everyone oh, yeah. was. Or your like, older sibling was, yes. and they were giving you music. Yeah, I should. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me amend that. If you didn't have any music that was pirated, you are a liar. Yeah. Like you, because you definitely did. If yeah. you say you didn't, you did. Yes. Can, can we just take a quick turn around the room? What was your favorite service to pirate music with? Oh, I used Kazaa. Which, Fascinating. Which changed names i don't remember but i remember that the icon was a blue tree frog okay yeah i actually i used i think all of them at one point <laughs> bear share uh, bear share yeah did I, you go to pirate bay pirate oh, bay yeah. well that was like later on when uh-huh. i started getting into uh uh torrents yes um, yeah i got in trouble on pirate bay did you mm-hmm. for what oh just my uh internet uh, provider said, so hey, oh, yes. we know we know you're using this and you're in trouble. Yes, yeah. I got that too. Stop, I gotta... stop or we are canceling yep. your yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, my roommate, <laughs> good old days, my huh? roommate got uh, one of those for using our internet provider to download a 
bunch of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> like a bunch. Jeez. Um, yeah, definitely was in the torrent. I, I only ever downloaded. I never actually provided. No, nope, me <laughs> I, was, I was such a leech. <laughs> but um, those were good times. Do you remember the days of Napster when oh, you, yeah. you would download what you thought was a song you wanted and somebody just titled <laughs> it that and all it was was a sound clip of Bill Clinton saying, I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with Oh, no, but I got some other weird stuff sometimes. Or for some reason, any parody song was by Weird Al Yankovic. Even yep. though, yeah. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, I didn't really experience that on LimeWire, but I did have plenty of songs that – uh, you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is somebody holding a microphone to uh, a boom. Oh, that yep. too, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had one album I got that was a promotional copy. Hmm. So every, like, I don't know what it was, 30 seconds or so, a woman's voice came over the <laughs> song and said, promotional copy. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was supposed to kind of ruin it a little bit, just yeah. enough, you know. Man, I almost just now bought a... It said collector's copy on the sleeve as the only live Beatles recording ever made from their Shea Stadium performance, but the vinyl was so scratched that oh. I was like, I'm not spending almost $30 for this. Wow. I was prepared to if it was listenable, but turns out when I buy records, I like to listen to them. And it's kind of weird. Well, it's yeah. Weird. Was that but, at the uh, Black Cat? Uh, Reclamation Marketplace. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, um, we're way off the rails already way off uh let's talk about the weaker thans shall we um so the weaker thans are an indie band from winnipeg canada uh started by john k sampson john k sampson was in the punk band propagandi uh he formed the band with john p sutton and jason tate of red fisher uh he was looking for a more melodic introspective project um stephen carroll joined after their album fallow uh, Left and Leaving was released on probably one of my favorite record company names ever, <laughs> yeah. G7 Welcoming Committee Records, <laughs> Yep. on July 25th, 2000. And then it was re-released in 2007 on Epitaph, uh, produced by Ian Blurton. Um, the only other band I could see that he produced an album for was a band called Cauldron. Yeah, I looked. I was reading about him, and I guess he's just a, he was a, a, a pretty big indie musician himself yeah and produced other i would imagine indie musicians yeah i would imagine just a friend of yeah the guys I, that's the what band. i would guess yeah so um it's a good album oh my god i love this album. I, yeah. I mean i just love the weaker than yeah i'm even wearing my john oh yes of t-shirt course. today super cool yeah <sighs> i kept pulling it out of my dresser all week and i was like no i'm gonna save it for the podcast because i'm a dork like that. <laughs> that's all right yeah, so I this was actually the second album I got into. Yeah, uh, because I was a little bit late to the part, just a little. Um, I got to know them when they when they joined Epitaph uh-huh. in two thousand three, or four. Was it two thousand three or I four? Think it was four, something like that. Um, because, and I think I might have mentioned this on another episode, but my brother and I used to go to Warp Tour every year, mm-hmm. or I went, All right. you know. And I always loved going to the Epitaph booth. Because they had a compilation CD with all, like, not all their artists, but a bunch of artists. And I remember CDs. Uh huh. Compila- <laughs> compilation CDs specifically. Mm-hmm. And the compilation CD came with another uh, DVD of music videos. It had like five music videos or something on it. And uh, there was a Weaker Than's music video. 
Oh, and I cannot remember the, which what it, what it was, but I loved it, and it was from, you know, reconstruction site. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got into reconstruction site, fucking loved it, and then went back and you know got into to this one, sure, and, and so on cool. and so forth. So ah, there it is. I just heard myself say we were talking this oh, weekend yes, about our yes, yes. our vocal ticks on the podcast, and I say sure a lot. Sure. So Epitaph Records, am am I? remembering correctly they were kind of like a big label for that kind of second wave of emo uh-huh kind of yeah, type yeah. Genre. Who, mm-hmm. is there anybody else that i would know of that was like hot water music mm-hmm. uh um, oh boy oh it's been years now uh, you know i'm blanking for yeah. sure oh my god let me look <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of good bands sure i discovered so many on those compilation discs um oh Oh, God. I didn't mean to quiz you all. No, no, no I, I, no I just was like, that's ringing a bell. I don't know why sure. Hot Water Music comes to mind right away. Oh, so uh, I think Motion City Soundtrack, or at all least right. Justin Pierre. Um, we've got um, Danny Elfman. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Wow. Adult Mom, Law Dispute. Um, Justin Courtney Pierre, who is... Oh yeah, from Motion City soundtrack. They did all the Punkorama compilations. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm um, talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, yeah, like you said, Hot Water Music, uh, The Interrupters, Real Big Fish, Dropkick Murphys, Bad Religions on Epitaph now. Oh sure, yeah, sure. Ba- yeah, Bad Religion. That was another big one for me. I'm gonna totally pretend like I knew all of that off the top of my head. Yeah, you did. You didn't have your phone in your hand. No, and we know because it didn't make that weird crackling sound. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. prove it. Proof. We all agree I didn't look at my phone, right? Exactly. Cool. Sure, Alan. Yes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) shall we get into this? We shall. We shall. Let's play them some music. Yes. Track number one is called Everything Must Go. Outstanding bills, a cracked up compass and a pocket watch, some plastic daffodils, cutlery and coffee cups I stole from all night restaurants. A sense of Slightly used a year or two to haunt you in the dark for a phone call from far away with the One thing we talk, we've mentioned more than once, is just what an amazing songwriter John K. Samson yes. is. Truly. Yeah, um, 
honestly, I can say this with 100% confidence, my favorite lyricist. Oh, for sure. Of yes. all time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can see it. Um, there's just, I don't know. He's, he's, and it might be just because I discovered them when I was too young or feeling this way myself, but he doesn't come off as pretentious with kind of mm. how like introspective and poetic his lyrics are. Um, this is one of the more, I guess, autobiographical songs mm. that he's written, but he does a lot of storytelling through his songs. And the thing that I like about his songs is that they're more vignettes than anything. Like oh, there's yeah, really yeah. no uh, resolution to any of the characters that he writes about, except for mm. probably not even on this album, um, Vertute the Cat's yeah. owner, because <laughs> he's written about this person through the point of view of a cat like over four or five albums now so so um, good but so sad yes but i don't know it's just really really solid songwriting and i'm not uh, the type of person who can pick up on themes in an album but i've listened to this one long enough to kind of understand that it's it's more like the overarching theme of the album is kind of coming to terms with your past and then trying to determine or like accept what your future is yes. going to be. Yeah. So I'll talk about it a little bit on the next track, but this album came to me at just the right time in my life. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's probably why I identify with it. So, yeah. and you, you talk about themes and it makes me want to talk about, Reconstruction site, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. almost, almost kind of a concept album. Yeah, with uh, the way it's way it's written and set up, and mm-hmm. but but anyway, we're not yeah. here to talk about Reconstruction so, site. <laughs> as as a newcomer to this band, what are your thoughts with just even the opening track? Like, yeah. how, how did you feel about it when you? Well, you know, you just said that um, it came to you at the perfect time. It came to you just at the right time. Yeah, I kept listening to this thinking. Wow, I wish I had this when I was in high school. Mm. I wish I had this when I was like early college. Uh, there's so many themes of like love lost or maybe even like unrequited love, mm-hmm. at least just heartbreak. Yeah. And uh, I love that. I, I love that shit. I just <laughs> gravitate to yeah. music like this. And I think I especially, um, you know, I would have gotten it tattooed on me if I, if I had heard it at a younger age yeah we talked about that last week with oh, with ocs <laughs> there's there was no tattooable lyrics in that in that album and we, there are yeah. tons in this yes. one we have like a tenth of the lyrics or sorry 10 times as many lyrics oh, as we did last week <laughs> yes yes we do absolutely yeah. um well that's great i'm glad that you feel that way because there are a lot of albums that i i'm like man i wish i had heard this when it first came out or especially if it's a band that's no longer together because then i'm like man now i can't even see them in mm-hmm. concert <laughs> so um and yeah. this is an album and a, maybe i would say a band that i could see someone that they might say oh this is sappy and whatever and i'd be like yeah okay you know that that's fine but I love it. Mm-hmm. So I love it for that reason. Yeah, sometimes I guess. you need the cheese. Oh, sure. Yeah. I also think in this, this originally came out in 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way that I kind of see the ebbs and flows of the music industry is that at that time we were sort of ready for more emotionally bare mm. music. Yes. Um, 
as far as rock music goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the 2000s, it's it's a lot more macho. It's a lot more guarded. Uh, like and I feel new, like new metal like yeah. type stuff. But Corn, sure. I think. Yeah, okay. Corn, I yeah. think, being the exception to that because oh, Jonathan God. Davis, yeah. w- <laughs> like we said it in the Corn episode, Jonathan Davis is all feelings. Like that's oh, all. He yeah, has. he has so sure. many feelings about. Yeah, he so was many wide things. open. Sure. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was very, almost like, and again, something we've brought up before. You know, Nirvana's response to the rock industry at that mm-hmm. time was, you know, let's just make it messy instead of like shined up and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of silly commercialized. And then you've got the weaker thens happening right after Limp Biscuit, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting take on that. that I is. hadn't really thought about it. Um, but it might also be because I've just been familiar with the album for so long. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that being said, I think, uh, we should move on to track number two. It's called Aside. Measure me in metered lines and one decisive stare. The time it takes to get from here to there. That show through t-shirts and these shoes I got for free I'm unconsoled, I'm lonely I am so much better than I used to be Phones and shopping malls and knives and drowning in the pools of other lives rely a bit too heavily on alcohol and irony get covered on by courtesy in love with love and lousy poetry Song from was featured on Wedding Crashers. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, so a little bit about this song for me personally. This was the very first Weaker Than song I ever heard. Um, it's funny you say you think possibly our friend Rebecca introduced this band to you. Was it someone I know? This yeah. Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Addie Cole. Yeah, yeah. Um, my friend Rebecca from back home is the one who showed me this band. I brought her oh. up I brought her up during the Ludo album. She's the one who showed me Ludo. Uh, no, not on the same trip. Anyway. That's a good we, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she showed me some good music. So uh, we went to Utah, because that's where her boyfriend was at the time, to visit. Um, and we were just listening to a bunch of music. She showed me this band, pointed out specifically the lyrics in this song, uh, in the chorus now i'm leaning on this broken fence between past and present tense which again just speaks excuse me volumes about the theme of like kind of reconciling your past with like where you are headed in your future and this was like freshman year of college for me so that was like the time was ripe for me to be having those same exact thoughts (laughs) and here i am in her boyfriend's apartment like my first 
tr one of my first trips like with someone else that wasn't my parents like feeling really independent but I'm still wearing like a t-shirt from a play that I did in high school so like I'm in this weird like transitionary period and so as soon as I heard those lyrics like this song just hit so hard <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm awesome. just like that's me yeah <laughs> I'm this person <laughs> so yeah. uh I just have like so much love for that song in particular. Um, and that's what I think of every time I hear it is Rebecca saying like, yo, but check out these lyrics right here. Mm. And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. amazing. So that yeah. is like the most powerful connection when you, to have to, for a song is to be like that. They're singing about me. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're yeah. not, but, but you're like, they felt the same things I've felt. Yeah. I could have wrote this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I no, would never but, yeah. claim. <laughs> I would never claim to be as talented as John K. Samson. But I could have wrote, written something similar, but not but as way more eloquent. Shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh huh. Don't sell yourself too short. My, my lyrics wouldn't have been as poetic as that. They would have just been like, "I'm scared to grow up." Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you said that was like your freshman year of college. These lyrics really invoked in me that same feeling of being that same age and just remembering like how everything's falling apart and mm. you're doing everything yourself, but also the like freedom and excitement mm -hmm. in that. I feel like that is what that song kind of reminded me of, of like how good that feels to be in that kind of unmoored uh, state of youth. Yeah. Well, and you know, like making mistakes and learning from those, like we should not have driven to Utah when we did <laughs> because it was a blizzard almost all the way there eight-hour trip from my hometown, and her windshield wipers barely worked. Oh, no. So, <laughs> just so dangerous. What the kind of whole, car were you driving? It was like a white minivan, I think. Classic. Oh, wow. um, it had to be. Yeah. Like, her battery died while we were there. Wow. Like just, it was so cold. It, but it's, like, very fond memories for mm -hmm. me. So, I don't know. I just, uh, I always... Uh, I always associate specific things I was doing when I was listening to a song in particular. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. Me too. So, um, yeah, I just really love that song. <laughs> we all just took a moment of silence there for yeah. Alan's uh, for growing up. misspent youth. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> let's, um, let's move on. Let's What's the next track, Kirk? It is Watermark. I count to three and grin. Smile and let me in. We sit and watch the wall. You painted purple. Speech we spill on space. Our little cups of grace. The pauses rattle on about the way that you cut that snow fence. Break the blood, the metal of those hearts. That you always end up pressing your tongue. This store by way saying I'm okay. Oops, there we go. This, uh, I love this album so much. I it's, mean, I, it's again, I know that's obvious, <laughs> but <laughs> it's really good. And again, just uh, this is a, another good example of just um, how good his lyrics are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh. 
I, I have a question. Okay. Specifically for Kirk. <laughs> uh oh. Oh boy. Um, I just want to know when you were like recording the theme song for this podcast, <laughs> yeah. how did you get John K. Sampson to sing on it with you? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he's really responsive <laughs> to his fans and prefers. He doesn't even have email. He prefers that you send him an actual letter. Yeah, he's, a, I mean, he's a huge fan of the show. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Patrick's the second person independent, uh, like friends that don't know each other, who has said that when I sing, I sound like John uh, K. Samson. Yeah. I, I can dis- see it. I disagree completely, but I appreciate the compliment. I can see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean <laughs> it as a compliment. <laughs> Thanks. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just assumed it was a compliment instead of. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> how'd you get this shitty singer yeah, on your right. face? <laughs> That'd be the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy this album, except for his voice is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. His words would sound way better if someone else was yeah. saying that. Yeah, reminds me of Alan. Oh, oh, gross. God. Well, I didn't have much down for this one, except for... No, I, I didn't just, either. I just like the words. Yeah. Which is, I, I, you know, it's never the first thing that I pay attention to, mm-hmm. the lyrics. But his are just so striking that you can't help but pay attention to them. And I would say for me, you know, we talk about lyrics a lot. I wouldn't say it's the first thing I, I would say definitely not the first thing, but about the second thing, you know, the second time I listen or whatever, I'm getting into the lyrics. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Pamphleteer. Man, I, just, I don't want to turn it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, one of his character songs. Um, and, you know, I, I love that you just, you get to know them just long enough. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wonder what happened to the pamphleteer. Sure. 
after this song. Like, uh-huh. is he okay? <laughs> you know, so. Um, well, knowing John K. Sampson, he might write another album and bring this guy bring back. Bring this guy back, <laughs> yeah. You never know. Um, my favorite, some of my favorite Weaker Than's lyrics are from this song. And again, it's because it's something that I like really uh, identified with. Are you talking about the hands part? Yeah. Because I love that. Yes. So it's, I don't know what I should do with my hands when I talk to you. You don't know where you should look, so you look at my, my hands. hands. <laughs> it's, it's, I love that. It's so that's great. That's awesome. That's yeah. so good. Uh, and it's... Like yeah, I, I'm I'm that awkward with girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I'm in general. I never know what to do with my oh, hands. Oh hell yeah! So um, <laughs> yeah. So I've, he mentions in here. I had to look this one up. A uh, Gestetner. Guest. A uh, Gestetner. Yes. Almost said it. Uh, which is a copy machine, uh-huh. an old copy machine. Hmm. Yes. And then That's he. What he's using to make his pamphlets. Yep, exactly. And he quotes a pamphlet. Uh, Paraphrases, I guess, is what you mean. Uh, the quote is, Oh, what force on earth could be weaker than... You can catch that. <laughs> he said... Hey! Oh, he what said force... <laughs> oh, what force could be weaker than the feeble strength of one, which is from a 1915, 1915 anthem, Solidarity... Sol- oh, my God, what is wrong with me today? Solidarity Forever. Yes. Yes. Man, okay. Um, and I thought I had it down somewhere else. Uh, that is one of a couple of uh, sources where they got the name of the band. I just don't remember the other one, and I thought I had it. I'm wrong. That's okay. Oh, look it up, you lazies. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we can do everything. I love that feeling when you're watching a movie and they say uh-huh. the name oh, of the yes. movie. Uh-huh. That was that was how I felt listening to the song. I was like, oh, yeah. he said it. <laughs> do you know how many times? So. I'm going to sound super dorky and cheesy. My wife and I watch This Is Us every week. And do you know how many times I just want someone in the show to be like, you know, we got our problems, but you know what? (laughs) This This is us. (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to happen. But that would just be so dumb and perfect. It would totally make how cheesy that show is, like, even better. Just like, this is us. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this may not be us, but this is a fire door never leave open. Uh oh. 
Is this really hard for y'all to not be singing along right now? Oh, hell yeah. yes. Absolutely. I'm looking at you bobbing your heads and Mouth. really feeling it. <laughs> and, and you're just sitting there. And I'm like, we could all be singing along right now. Yeah. Just like, you know, we could, we could install some sort of like a uh, mute for the mics. Yeah. And mute them when we play the music so we can just belt it out. Yeah, we could. <laughs> um, and for your sake, Patrick, we haven't taken off a single article of clothing this whole time, so... I really appreciate well, that. Well, we still got half an album yet. Well, so. except for our shoes, because we are still uh, aiming for wiki feet. Yeah. <laughs> and my clothes are off. <laughs> yes. Well, the, yeah. For our sake, we left ours on, but we still want you to feel as comfortable as possible. Thank you. Which is very, looks very comfortable. Thank yeah. you. Very you're, comfortable. you're taking yeah. air baths like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm famous for it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Almost got you kicked out of E. Cola. <laughs> That's 12 demerits. (laughs) That's all 12 at once. (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. I want to keep listening, but... Yeah, I know, I know. know. Should we do this one and then take a break? Yeah, I think you're... That's about right. Yeah. Track number six is called Without Mythologies. forgot there's like a third classification of weaker thans or john k samson songs he kind of does these like stream of consciousness type songs Uh um so there's this one i know off the top of my head elegy for elsabeth off of reconstruction site even on his like solo albums he's got like quiz night at looky lose oh yeah that one (laughs) um and uh yeah it's just kind of i don't know i feel like i'm at a like a yeah, I was thinking uh, the same, like he's mm-hmm. up on stage, yeah. and someone's plucking a guitar, mm-hmm. and he's just going down. Yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. agree. I hate this song. Hey. <laughs> That's I okay. skip this song every time I listen to this album, because I feel like <laughs> my friend was like, hey, Chaka. I just started doing spoken word poetry. <laughs> yes. Um, when Chelsea and I are listening to The Weaker Thans in the car... She always skips the songs like this. I mean, I get it. I I do too. I'm I'm not partial either way. I'm the type of person. Listen, I worked at Hot Topic. There were so many <laughs> times that I had to tune out music that was playing. Oh sure, that's, I can listen to this. That's and a just, humble brag. <laughs> that's I know. really. I know you guys cool. are all so jealous right now. Right. I I worked at the only Hot Topic in the whole state of Wyoming. Wow. I really really wish we had been like just one store like opening later because 
our number was 665. And I wish we had just been like, another store had opened right before us. I know that when the store opened, I wasn't working at the time at that store. some like Catholics in our hometown sprinkled holy water on the entrance. <laughs> wow! And like, yeah, listen, middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Of course, you're gonna have people who are like, "We're the devil." Yeah. I was asked on a daily basis how I had a job there because I didn't have any tattoos or piercings. Oh. Um. Yeah, it was fun times. But anyway, that being said, I did have to tune out a lot of music. So if this song is playing. I'm just like, yeah, I guess it's in the background. It's not my favorite either. Yeah, it's not my favorite. And I gave shit to, who was it? One of the bands, one of your bands, that I said sounded like they were kind of scatting and, you know, like a beat poet kind of thing. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't I remember, remember you saying that because it really yeah. hurt my feelings. But uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. And then you immediately apologized. I probably so. did. And then yeah. said something I loved about it. But yeah. 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 And I, I want to clarify... <laughs> I love spoken word poetry. Oh, me too, when it's there's, done well. Yeah, yeah, there's some beat poets that I really love. But um, this song, you know, I'm really just uh, coming in hot because I know you guys need this energy. <laughs> yeah, you said we're the two nice boys. I on fucking the hate this song. Yeah. But <laughs> it feels to me like, uh, like when I've written a lot of lyrics and I have something I want to say and I just kind of like don't fully flesh it out almost. And you're like, like that's good enough. It's good enough. I'm just going <laughs> to like, hey, drummer, you play with some mallets, and I'm just going to read this thing I wrote in the bathroom. When I hear the song, all I hear is Harriet. Yes. Harriet. Yes. It, and that's what I had compared whatever so, the other person was. Yes, yeah. yeah so I married uh-huh. an axe murderer. Yeah. yeah. God, go. I cannot remember who that was. Me either. Dang it. Anyway. So on the break, we're going to listen to every one of our episodes to, to find out who that yeah, was. Yeah. We'll find it. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> I'll be here. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of, let's take that break. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. At You've Never Heard This. My name is Matt from the Nighthawks podcast. And I'm Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast. We're asking with some incredulity, you've never heard the Nighthawks podcast? You mean the Nighthawks podcast, the cinema-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late? The very same Nighthawks podcast that gives you valuable context on film and covers new movies and old movies? The Nighthawks podcast also covers movies we love and movies nobody loves. You like how we keep saying Nighthawks podcast? Nighthawks podcast. You can find Nighthawks podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we also cover movies from Norway. Nighthawks podcast. The movie nobody loves is Shark Week. That's uh, take two. <laughs> We're back from break. We are. Again. Again. You guys don't know that. Bunch of nonsense you're never going to hear. Yep. You know. We're okay with that. We love telling you guys about our mishaps. And yeah, it keeps yeah. it real, you know. You know, we're not we're not professionals. It's just sad that they missed out on my song break. Yeah, <laughs> you. It was gorgeous. That was those lyrics you you just shared were amazing. It was not yeah. bad beat poetry. Yeah. What did you think of the scatting? Um, you know, I hate I like scatting, but yours was. Brought me to tears. And the use of the vibra slap was oh, you, like I, so much vibra slap. Cake has nothing on you. You I would, bring my vibra slap everywhere. You, you have, should. Well, everyone should. I keep saying it. No one listens to me. I would never think scatting and vibra slap would go together, but man, you did it. It's more like vibra scat. Wow. Why did we not record that? We did, but it 
it, we were, it, we yeah. got rid of it. So yeah. lost the time. Man. Yep. It it was just too good. And maybe uh, that's what it was. We well, just didn't want to. We didn't want to make anyone yeah. sad that their songwriting was. That's true. Wow, that bit went on <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> Gives me another shot at this segue. If you guys hated that bit, you're either left and leaving. We meet here. I didn't reset the song. I'm keeping that. <laughs> so close. All right. Now they're left and leaving. <laughs> thing that I noticed listening to this in headphones again was like engineering wise the vocals on this album sound more raw um, I'm hearing okay. I'm hearing the the, the pops and like the sure, fizzles and sure. in pamphleteer uh, a lot of like gross mouth noises like I was teasing Patrick with before we recorded <laughs> sure like the we don't need that. But to me, that almost makes it seem more relatable. Like, again, like I, I'm already relating so hard to this album, but uh, more raw, I guess, more real. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, I think that is something that my wife and I have talked about a lot. Is albums that sound more raw? Yeah, are just so like better uh you know when they do polish those lyrics or the vocals or whatever it loses a lot to uh-huh. me you Gotta know agree or it, even even down to like vocal performances like they're not trying to sound pretty like he just you know when he's hitting those falsetto yes. notes it's like he's i'm not trying to sound nice no, <laughs> you know it almost yeah. breaks a little yeah I, yeah yeah. Did, did you, either of you uh, listen to the latest Fleet Foxes album? No. I haven't. No, no I haven't. Okay. Well, I've heard it's good. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. It's way overproduced, oh. I think. I think. It's, yeah, a, it's okay. the opposite of this, where you don't really hear that songwriting come forward, in my opinion, because it's so crystal clear, mm, so yes, well produced. Yes, yes. And I have to prefer when you can hear that... Um, Raw energy, yeah, absolutely. Through the music, mm-hmm. you know, no, we were just talking about this very subject because Alan, you, I think you stumbled onto something with this subject for Sarah and I. That Sarah and I, uh, we both love Def Cab for Cutie, uh-huh. and we both mm-hmm. have said how we their early stuff is amazing. Yes, and we've had a real tough time getting into their uh, the like Kintsugi and uh, mm-hmm. Codes and Keys, and and. Both of us have said that we cannot put our finger on what is it about those albums we don't like. 
And when you said one time about a different album, oh, you, uh, it was my album, uh, Father John Misty, The One Lost to Time. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said that you thought that was overproduced. And when you said that, it clicked in my head that I was like, that's what it is. Okay. That's what yeah. I think is wrong with the newer uh Death Cab, that is there. It's too clean, yeah. too yeah, polished. That makes sense, and yeah. that's a shame because Kintsugi's actually a really good album. No, I it is. It, but, it is. It, but, but I understand what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. You don't like it as much exactly. as like yes. uh, Transatlanticism exactly. or, or before that. Yeah, yeah. Plans, absolutely. Plans and trans. That's all I need. <laughs> plans, trans, and automobiles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, that if, might uh, be the dumbest joke I've made <laughs> on this podcast. I don't know, Alan, if you know my friend Nick Gillard. but I uh, do. He loves just, He was my roommate. Yeah. Okay. So, at so the Nick and I center, yeah. have talked about how all we want for Ben Gibbard was for him to get fat and sad again. Yes. Because, <laughs> because he's thin and way too happy. He got happy. thin and happy. Yeah. The music, uh-huh. like his voice changed. Yeah. The, the energy wasn't there anymore. And, um, yeah. That's I, why, that's why Kintsugi is so good. Cause he's fresh off of that divorce from Zoe yes. Deschanel. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I even saw like a web comic that was like, oh, thank God he's going to start writing good music. Again. <laughs> yeah. But I get it. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of death cap for cutie, um, this this album, I drew so many comparisons to that band, uh-huh. especially mm. especially what they were doing in the same time period. Mm-hmm. I could really see these bands going on tour together. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. if they did, but that that attention to lyricism and uh, the actual poetry of it, it it feels like uh, both are bands that are are working to be songwriters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and and they still have that that emo kind of mm, uh, yeah. angst. There's a lot of angst in the way that the music's written, in the way that the guitar is played. Um, and I, I couldn't help but like keep thinking about early Death Cab. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Kirk, <clears throat> do you know what I found in my discoveries of you know in my research for this album? No, there is a Motion City soundtrack cover. Of this song, left and leaving. Wow! Get out and it's here. on Spotify. Do we have Wi-Fi right now? We, we do working? not have Wi-Fi. Oh, all right, I guess I'm playing it on my phone. Uh, I was going to try not to do that anymore, but uh, yeah. so while you're looking it up, yeah. uh, can I just say, yeah, I that. love this song. This is my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. That's awesome. I love that. Check it out. I don't know how uh, he did it, but he Justin Pierre made it like more emotional <laughs> than John yeah. K. Sampson. <laughs> so, that might be better. Yeah. How did I not know that existed? I asked myself the same question. Wow. Okay. That's wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm flabbergasted. Uh-huh. 
Um, and I think I'm about to correct myself with this next song. Oh, I think I said, I think I said yeah. Elegy for Elsabet was one of his stream of consciousness, consciousness songs. You and I am that. way wrong. <laughs> Jesus, Patrick, the look on your face, the look on your face. <laughs> As you said, you did see that you guys didn't see it. So it sounded like he was just agreeing, but he's like, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, did. Like, very, very, God, very, very you judgy. cut me to the soul with that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm brand new to this whole podcasting thing. And when you said that earlier, I wanted to be like, no, <laughs> it's not. It, I think that's a mistake. Oh, uh, we're going to get another review from Soup Dog telling, oh, me, yeah. telling me how unresearched I am. <laughs> Everyone no. knows that David Gilmore is the real guitar player of the Weaker Thans. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, at least it gave us five stars. It's true. Thank you, Soup Dog. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's. Speaking of elegy for Elsabet. <laughs> yeah. said man this song like, I, you is know, heartbreaking it is because John K. Sampson obviously not a deaf man no but yeah. somehow writes from the perspective uh, of a deaf yeah. person wonderfully yeah like it's it, unreal it took me a long time to realize that Elsabet wasn't born deaf no yeah because she became because she says memories, memories of, voices. of voices yeah yeah oh just the God. the the Oh, are you? no. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry, we got some power issues here. Uh, hey, back. there I am. <laughs> Hooray. Uh, uh, I was just saying, you know, like that essay on a frown line yes. just gets me every time. Daddy's yeah. lips. Yes. Man. Ah. Oh, <laughs> right? Damn anyway. him and his talent. Uh, so I, we've, um, I've mentioned this before on different episodes, but this is the episode to bring this back. That uh, I have missed John K. Sampson now twice. Yeah. First time was because he was playing uh, Warp Tour. Uh-huh. Or, sorry, not Warp Tour, Lollapalooza. Oh. Yeah. And his bus broke down. Their, well, sorry, their tour bus. It was the Weaker Thans then. Um, their tour bus broke down somewhere in the south. They didn't make it. Uh, then the second time was when I was supposed to go with Alan. And at the Doug Fur. And you know what happened? 
Oh, no, sorry, yeah. Well, no, you're talking, yes, at COVID. Mississippi Studios. Yeah, yeah, right, that was yeah. In, it was supposed to be in May, then yes. COVID happened. Yes. Uh, so, wow. so yep. John, if you're out there and you're listening, if you want to just like come over to my house or something, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he knows your address. He recorded add, the theme song. Well, yeah, yeah, he was just here, but, you know. And to I add didn't. insult to injury, not only was it John K. Samson, but it was Kevin Devine. Yes, oh, what a wow. show that would have been. Um, I've only seen John K. Samson. And that was at the Doug Fur Lounge, but it might as well have been the Weaker Thans because like half of his backing band Sounds, was was yeah. the original wow. band, and he played like half his solo stuff sure. at Weaker Thans. Wow. To date, the only artist I've ever seen who has done a double encore. Wow, wow, yeah, I like, would absolutely buy tickets at this point. Oh, wow, so good. Well, I have we got a voucher from Mississippi Studios, so if he comes back, we'll let you know. You should come. You know? It was John? such a good time. One of my he, favorite venues. <laughs> listen, so the thing you got to know about John K. Sampson, he is he is 100% indie DIY. Well, minus from being on Epitaph Records. Wow, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Now he is. John K. Sampson is. Yeah. He works his own merch table. Wow. That's crazy. We, we went to the merch table before the show started just to see what he had. And I looked up and I was like... <gasps> But Chelsea was like looking at the CDs and looking at the T-shirts, and I'm like nudging her in the ribs, and I'm like, Chelsea, look, Chelsea, Chelsea, look. And she looks up and she just goes, "Hi." <laughs> it was like it was the best. It was the best. Oh. He's just like the nicest guy. That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. I love shit like that. Me too. Totally. I love this. Yeah. Did you ever have these toys when you were younger? Like the it's just the tube that you just thing? like twirl. Yeah. Uh-huh. It makes you do the Arsenio. <laughs> that's yeah, that's an old. That's a little predating you, Patrick. Do you hey. know Arsenio Hall? Barely. How, how old is Patrick? I've seen YouTube clips. Are you a baby? <laughs> I'm 29. What? Yeah. You are a baby. I barely yeah. remember Arsenio. Follow me on TikTok. God. I you am got the... so many dances. Why do I have to be the old man in the room every time? Well, cause, sick of it. Because you're older than I'm going to go hang out in like old folks' homes or something so I can be young. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to? Uh, oh, my God. Do you want to? need a new cord here. Yeah? Do you want to do this podcast with us old people? Yeah, we're going to listen. <laughs> we're going to listen to Harry Belafonte. <laughs> I've never heard him. <laughs> you could get... Ten plays on the jukebox for a nickel. <laughs> Dave Brubeck trio. It's quartet. Thank you. <laughs> I joked around with Kirk about playing uh, Time Out by Dave Brubeck quartet, but uh, I don't know how we would talk about an album that has no lyrics on it. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I've actually thought, because I, I love a lot of uh, like film scores. Sure. And it's like how... I mean, it'd be so tough. Talk about our favorite parts in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could. That's true. But, yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. I didn't realize how long this song was, I guess. Six and almost six there and a half go. minutes. It's well, a long yeah, one. We should move on, then. We should. Track number nine is called History to the Defeated. There's blood in the sink. And he's plunging his wrists in a hangover. into the mirror stands up in his derelict daydreams always too tall always walked around wearing a 
smile that was never quite sure of itself planning the future of failures inflicted in phone calls from strip clubs and bail bonds there's a kind of sleepy a little bit yeah yes. slower sleepy songs can can we talk really quick about like really specific subgenres sure whatever yeah. do y'all do y'all know about this subgenre of slow core <laughs> no no so oh boy uh if you like this song slow core is your specific subgenre okay uh, like pedro the lion oh, oh sure. i know pedro uh, the lion yeah low Oh, yeah, okay. Just that, like, really um, melodic and slow and sleepy and a little bit melancholy. I don't don't like whole albums like that. I have to have variety, unless it's like I'm literally just trying to sleep. But I don't listen to music before I go to sleep anymore. So, yeah, that wouldn't be for me. So you hate this song. What you're saying. I like this song because it's in the <laughs> middle of a bunch of other different Yeah, I see what you're songs. saying about that. I don't know about a whole album of this. And in fact, this song actually prompted me to write down that it was hard for me to decide which album to suggest because mm. there's just good songs on all of them. Oh my God, yeah. that's so true. Yeah. I didn't pick, or I didn't suggest Reconstruction Site because I didn't want to have to listen to Plea from a Cat Named Bertute mm. on the podcast and weep openly. Right? Mm. I it's, literally have shed tears. I to every those time songs. I tear up every time I hear that damn song, because it, you need to listen to it, Patrick. It's am- oh I've never God. heard this. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a song about a depressed guy, but it's sung from the point of view of his cat. Yeah. And then and the last line in that song just is what gives me chills and makes me tear up every time. It's. I swear I'm going to bite you hard and taste your tinny blood if you don't stop these self-defeating lines you've been repeating since the day you brought me home. I know you're strong. I mean, holy fuck. <laughs> like, just talk right? about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Look at fucking goosebumps. But then, so then he continues the story. Oh, yeah. And it gets uh, even sadder. sadder because, again, it's by it's from the point of view of Vertute the Cat. Yeah, so on, on their next album, Reunion Tour, yep. uh, uh, Vertute the Cat explains her departure. Oh, so she runs away. Well, she doesn't run away. She gets lost. She gets lost. She was just chasing the moon. And so at the end of the song, <laughs> he's just repeating, I can't remember the sound that you found for me. Which is She's been gone name. so long, she can't remember the name that he got. Mm. And you're just like, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, on his solo album, Winter Wheat, the song is called Vertute at Rest. Yeah. She's her last thoughts before she dies. Wow. Fucking so. heavy <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> are, we, are we all three? Holy cow. Are we all three cat people? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know about Alan. I am. Oh, I am a cat person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I said, okay. Cool, cool. I didn't know if I had ever heard you, like, voice that. But. Yeah, just oh. while we're talking about crying about cats. Yeah. Oh. I'm like... The biggest cat person ever. He I think. is. Holy crap. <laughs> Do you know how many times on our trip this weekend he was looking at his camera in his house yep. for his, for his yep. cats to make sure they were okay? And as soon as he saw them, he'd go, Oh, there's my boy. <laughs> oh, look at 
he's he's not exaggerating one bit. No problem. <laughs> you do like a weird anime voice like that? Basically. Oh, senpai. A bottle so kawaii. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, you know what Alan is? Oh, crap. That. that <laughs> nope. Nope, that didn't work. Nope. I thought the I had The next track is called Exiles <laughs> Among You. <laughs> Difficult sister, and she loves her and hides her somewhere in herself, safe from harm. She's barely coasting into a paycheck, stuck on empty. Her blue eyes frozen green in the low lit. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, a lot of people on Genius have interpreted this song to be about somebody who is male to female transgender. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't I could, read the lyrics that closely. And I, could, and I could see why they would say that. You know, just the line, her body's a difficult sister. Yeah. I could see that. I just don't, I don't know. I haven't listened to, like, I haven't checked out the lyrics enough and, like, kind of drawn my own conclusions that's one of the only times I've seen on Genius, like, well, I think this song is about blank, where yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess it probably could be. It could. I guess I, I guess. But when, when you put that idea in my head, it's like, okay, sure. sure. My only takeaway from the song is that I feel really sorry for this girl. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, for <laughs> so, sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh-huh. whether, that's, whether that's how this girl was born biologically or if that's who they are. Sure. I just feel sorry for him. Absolutely, you know, yeah. again, it's another just great example of a character that you get to know just enough to feel for, and then just like, oh man, man, I hope they're okay. And you like know? you said too, another example of him writing from the perspective of someone that he really has no business knowing about. I wouldn't but, even say sure. business because that sounds like he well, shouldn't, okay, he but shouldn't I mean, have like, written the song, especially if it's about a transgender. No, person. I didn't mean it that I, way. But I see what you're saying. But like, like he, he has no, he has no frame of reference. Yeah, he shouldn't have. I shouldn't be able to write about a transgender person. I've never been. You know, I, I how I would mean, I know? Yeah, but but he but he does it. If yeah. or well, okay, or if like, that's what the song is about. Okay, sure. the, about Elsabet, you know, a deaf be, girl. Yeah, I, I guess I can imagine what it's like to be deaf. Kind of. Sure. But anyway. And he just seems like a really empathetic person. Yes. To be yeah. able to write like that. You're right. Yes. I think that's probably a big part of it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to that penul- penultimate track. There right? you go. That means second to last. <laughs> and what is it? It's Patrick? not only. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh, no. I was going <laughs> to. I'll just say this song, <laughs> as a musician, has. All my favorite chords. Oh, oh, dang. 
way better than what I was going to say. Again, they're building a new hotel. The mayor's out killing kids to keep taxes down. And me and my anger sit folding a paper bird, letting the curtains turn. Wish I had a socket set to dismantle this morning. Just one pair of clean socks and a photo of you. When you get off work tonight, meet me at the construction site, and we'll write some notes. To the heavy machines, like we hope they treat you well. Hope you don't work too hard. We hope you get to be happy sometimes, and bring your Swiss Army knife and a bottle of something. Bring some spray paint and a new deck of cards. I love the song. Me too. And I love if we listen a little bit in the later here. I think is it a a theremin? Um, Maybe I can't tell if it's a theremin or a musical saw. Oh, that could be sure. Similar sound. Yeah, but that comes in a little later. Mm little haunting kind of sound to it. Yes. Um, I did see, and I have not heard this song, not this one, but he, or they, Weaker Thans, did a version of this song. I saw that. For a compilation. From the record company, yes, the original the record Yes, the G7, company. yep, uh, uh, called My Favorite Power Chords. Yeah, they did like a punked up punk, version yeah, of it. Yeah, which, uh, which I want to seek out. Yes, I read that, and I thought to myself, Go find it and listen to it, and then I just forgot. Yeah. So. And here's why I want to seek it out because this is my favorite Weaker Than song. Wow. This is up there. This for is me. my all time favorite. I wanted it, like, since I heard it, wanted it to be the song that played during my first dance at my wedding. Oh, We wow, ultimately okay. went with another song, and I don't remember why. It should have been this song because this band was the first thing that my wife and I ever had in common. Well, the song you guys did was Who Let the Dogs Out. Yes. Yeah, okay. Of course. And it worked way better, honestly. Yeah, I suppose. But um, it should have been this one, in retrospect. Um, There's similar songs, though. I could see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially when you realize that dogs are actually ugly women. That's what the song is about, (laughs) legitimately. (laughs) I'm not kidding. What? That is legitimately. And it's been in, it was in every kid's movie ever. Wait a second. I did not know that. Are you trying to cancel the Baja Men? Yes. (laughs) And I'm going to do it. If it's the last thing I do. Anyway, yeah, this band was the first thing that Chelsea and I ever had in common. Uh, We met at Ecola Bible School. She was wearing a Weaker Than shirt, and I'm like, do you know who that is? And she goes, you know who that is? Uh, So if you think about it, I owe my marriage to my friend Rebecca for introducing me to this band. So not only did she introduce me to a great band, she introduced me to my wife, uh, 
kind of accidentally. So, yeah. So wait, so are you grateful for Rebecca or are you yeah. angry with her? No, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> a little bit of both sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it depends right? on the day. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So no, this is my favorite Weaker Than yeah, song. It's up there. And that's what I was going to say mm. in, in my transition. I was going to say not only is this my favorite Weaker Than song, but it contains some of my favorite chords. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Specifically that that C sharp minor five. Yeah. <laughs> That's a It's very... actually C sharp minor five augmented. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of switches to diminished. Truly. Because he's way cooler than we I are. I was just trying to dumb it down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to throw augmented and diminished at people who don't know what that is. So. Here, I thought you were going to segue into the next song, and I was like, man, how Well, are you? some of those chords really do become slips and tangles. and slinking purple skies squeeze out soft regrets from all our lives I greet another door that opens in to that place where we repeatedly almost has a honky tonk kind of flavor to it. The saddest honky yes. tonk. <laughs> yes, sad in Canada. Yes. It's like tear in my beer. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, Ally was very 2000. Yeah, oh, it's sure. like. Why very, do you say so? Uh, I don't know. It just seems like the type of thing that was okay to put on an album in 2000 for an indie album. You know, you think about a lot of the stuff that came out around that time, like. Um, like Bright Eyes kind of had almost like a co- yeah. alt country sound to sure. it, or like Wilco, uh-huh. yeah. or Wilco. Alt it just kind of like in. it just fits. Yeah. Well, um, that last song even had pedal steel in it. Mm. One yes. of my favorites. Yep. One of sure my favorites. Oh, that was pedal steel. We were trying to figure out. Uh, oh, you think that's what that was? Yes. Oh, I know. Now that awesome. I now that I now that you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, because he was like, is that a theremin? And I was like, no, I think it's a musical saw. You weren't oh. here. You had very sneakily run to the bathroom. Yeah. Which now everyone knows. Side quest. <laughs> yes. Did you get the achievement for that? Achievement unlocked. Nice. Yes. Very good. Nice. Kirk. Uh, Kirk. Wow. I usually oh. ask you this question. Patrick. Oh, yeah. What are your final thoughts on the album? Ooh, I've got a lot. Holy cow. Uh, I mean, I just feel like I took a lot of notes about things that I maybe haven't said yet. Yeah, well, you did have a month to listen to. It, so. <laughs> um, first of all, we were talking about how great the lyrics are. Uh-huh. I feel like one of the things that really impressed me about the songwriting is that um, John K. Sampson doesn't write in a verse-chorus-verse-chorus mm. way. No. there's It's not repetitive. He'll take that same chorus melody and he'll sing totally different lyrics over it. Like maybe the closest song that came to that ABAB format was Aside. Sure. The second mm. track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I really was impressed by that. Um, I think overall it was, it was really easy for me to compare this to a lot of, um, uh, 
I, I call it second wave emo. You yeah. know, not not the '90s emo, but uh-huh. the next resurgence with like, you know, uh, a lot of bands well, like, like Death, Death Cab for Cutie. Um, but that I almost felt like this was just the polite Canadian take on it. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, you you played that Motion City soundtrack cover. It's like. That's what emo vocals sound like. Yes. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. The yeah. inflection. Yeah. But um, John K. Sampson almost sings with like a mountain goat's kind of clarity, mm-hmm. and um, his actual vocal range in this album is like barely an octave and a half. Right. right? Like it's not. He's not throwing his voice. He's not um, losing his mind and giving himself up to despair. Mm-hmm. He is more expressing this like very subdued angst yeah. and uh, and and I love it I feel like uh, I'm, I'm so glad that I spent so much time with this album and I think uh, it'll stick with me for a long time good Dang. glad to hear that wow yeah it's it's interesting you make that comparison to Mountain Goats because I see his name lumped in with John Darnielle as mm. like very literary they, they're always yeah. called literary songwriters and I couldn't agree more. It is like little stories. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think because they're kind of lumped into that same literary songwriter kind of category, I would. I know John Darnielle has written a couple of books. Mm, I, would, yeah. I would love to see John K. Sampson try it. Yes. If he wrote a book, I would read it. He's only published one book, and it's just literally his lyrics. Oh, yeah. Because that, they, are, yeah. they are poems, well, essentially. Sure. Um, so, um, yeah, I just... I really, really love this album, and yeah. I have a lot of fond memories attached to it. Again, it's the whole reason my wife and I... Well, not the whole reason. One reason why my wife and I <laughs> got together. Uh, it's also time to do a playlist pick, and I think we're, again, going to defer that to Patrick. Do it. But I think I know. I think, yeah. Left and leaving. Ah. Yeah? Nice. Love that. Okay. Let's do it. You guys are awesome. Uh, Patrick... Thanks for coming back. Thank you. Yeah, you can come back anytime. You're such Great. a good guest. You Thank have, you. You've got Do amazing it. things to add, and I know. I think because you're such a fan of the podcast, you take it very seriously. So, again, we love having you on. Next time, bring the beer, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I'm wonder, you know, I'm wondering if he just kept the beer and he smashed his own window as an excuse. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a a lot of work. Yeah, that sounds like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to uh, Josh. <laughs> Josh, for the worthy beer Aww. that I was clearly not. Yeah. We were not. Worthy. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you though. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks love for listening. You. Get a hold of us on Instagram, on Facebook, on our Gmail account. That's all at Never Heard Pod. Yeah. Leave us a rate and review on Apple podcast. Tell your friends. I told Kirk yesterday that our listeners in <laughs> Ireland have, uh, they've graduated from less than 1% of our listenership to 1% of our listenership. Jolly old so, Ireland again. Jolly old Ireland. So congratulations. So Emily told a friend about us apparently. And that friend started listening. Very um, nice. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys. Love we you all. We are going to see you next week with we... another mutual love fest. Yes. We're excited about this one. Oh, oh so excited. See you next Tuesday. See ya. <laughs>